Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Welcome, Colleen. How are you doing today? I'm so good. How are you? I am well. Okay, so we were just talking before we started about mm-hmm. the housing bubble. Yeah, it's market's weird. It's weird right now. <laughs> so have you slowed down? We have slowed down a little bit and it, it does feel a little bit different. We've been hair on fire all year long. Like and going a million miles an hour. Yes. And so now we're like all looking around at each other going, what's happening? It's what's happening? crazy. Yeah. We're seeing so many price drops. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing things sit longer. Mm-hmm. And it could be like the midsummer lulls that we used to get. Yeah. Last year, we didn't have that at all. You know, the last couple of years, we didn't have that at all. And, you know, we used to have, it was from like the 4th of July through Labor Day weekend. It was just habitually very slow. And this year, we're seeing that again. Yeah. And we're seeing that again. And, you know, Labor Day weekend is just this upcoming weekend. So... Uh, I mean, I hope things pick up again, but maybe at a more tolerable level. Right. I go back and forth on it. So like, we're still pretty crazy compared to for a healthy market. It's still busy, but it wasn't what it was. So I feel like everyone's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Mm -hmm. I do think September is going to tell us a lot. I do too. I feel like September is going to give us all the indications we need. If it's just going to, this is where we are now, it's a little flat. Yeah. Or if it's going to go back up or go down. I feel like it's going to be the first little indicator. Yes. And I also was seeing that we are not seeing that listings are getting 100% of asking price. No. We're getting a little bit below 100% asking price. There's a little negotiation happening. Yes, finally. Um, We're not doing the 110% of asking price like we were doing over the summer. So, I mean, I'm kind of excited about it. I feel like our buyers are going to win. I feel like, you know, more people are going to be more confident coming into the market, not feeling like they're coming in at the height of the market. Absolutely. It really is going to make it a healthier market. Mm -hmm. Even if we're just flat, if we can stay exactly where we are, I think people will have a lot more opportunity to get into the home market. And we lost probably four or five buyers this year where they just stepped away and they're like, you know what? I'm just not looking anymore. I'm going to take a break. So maybe we can get some of those people back and looking again. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. There was a lot of buyer. They were just exhausted. They were exhausted and they just couldn't live life and chase this monster at the same time. And I don't blame them. Yeah. It was really just tough. They're like, well, I am giving, I had a lot of clients where they were borrowing from their parents like 401ks sure. and then oh my gosh. refinance uh-huh. and then pay that back within the 60 days and what have you. Right. But they were doing everything they could and doing no inspection, no appraisal, making yeah. it as clean as possible and not getting homes. Yeah. And so I don't blame them for being like, forget it, I'm done. Forget it. Because I mean, it's not just like this is the only thing that they have to do. They don't live life like we do where we, right. you know, eat, breathe and sleep real estate. They have their lives going on and, you know, they have kids and vacations and, you know, their jobs and everything else going on. And it just is so consuming. This market did not allow for, you know, for folks to be able to let mom see what the property looked like or or even to allow both spouses to be able to come in and check it out. Or, you know, the usual, like the kids come in and pick their rooms and, you know, kind of feel like, is this a place that we could call home? It was just 
grabbing and, and snatching and, and just yes. reaching for things just, just to get anything. There was lines out of the door where we were just, all realtors were waiting in line and we're also in COVID world. So we weren't all in the house. Yeah. So you knew you had like a 15 minute window to yeah. make a decision on one of the biggest decisions of your life. That's tough. I, yeah. It's, I, it's yeah. just makes, actually breaks my heart a little bit. Yep. So this now, what we're, where we are right now today feels different. It does feel different. Yes. It does feel different. A lot of people are talking about a housing bubble. What a do you of, think? Uh, well, I, I don't think it's at all. So when we talk about the housing bubble, we kind of are, you know, people are talking about what happened back in 2008, 2009, when the values of homes just went in the toilet and people owed a lot more money on their properties than their properties were worth. And then they panicked. And so we had a lot of people that were actually having to bring money to the table in order to sell their properties, or they were, you know, negotiating with their lenders in order to be able to pay off their mortgage at a lower amount. That's what's called a short sale. And or that we saw a lot of foreclosure and it was a really scary time. So, you know, people are pretty freaked out about seeing that again. And, you know, Alicia, I don't see that at all. This, this is not the same market. This is not the same thing happening. Our lending world is very different. Our economy is very different. I don't see it happening again. I agree, especially in Bozeman area. I really think we are a little bit more insulated as well. Um, maybe other markets are going to be a little different. They might feel a little bit more of a tug, but I totally agree. I started real estate in 2010 in um, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And all I did was listings. That was my only job there. And I probably had 25% of my clients that were coming to closing with cash. Yeah. So they were saying, yeah, I will pay $10,000, $20,000 to give yeah. away my home. Yeah. And it was, oh, and the story after story I heard. One thing I'm really grateful for is I've always just been prepared for another recession, like sure. emotionally, financially, all mm -hmm. of that, that it could all just tank. But yeah, that was a tough, tough time. I just heard sob story after sob story. And it really broke your heart that these people did all the right things or what they thought were the right things. Right. And then it all got taken away from them. You know, I think part of the problem was is that there was a lot of panic. And I feel like as real estate professionals, it's, it's important for us to be able to give good advice to people. There is a chance that if, you know, if our values of homes continue to kind of march down now, granted, they, they have not come down hardly at all. Right. We're um, sounding we're, a little more doom and gloom. We're sounding a little bit more doom and gloom. <laughs> we're talking about something that's not yet happening. But if they were to start marching down, it's really important to kind of hold out. You yes. know, your, your home that you have right now is, is putting a roof over your head. And a lot of people, just like with the stock market, they started, you know, when the price of stocks start going down, they start freaking out and trying to sell. That's not the time to sell. That's the time to hold. And, you know, that's, that's something that we just need to be encouraging people if we were to see something similar is just hold out, rent out part of your right. house if you feel like, or rent out your house and rent something smaller for you that's more affordable. Something like that. Yeah. And the market went up so fast. So like it just went skyrocketing so quickly that there is a good chance that it does correct a little bit. Sure. So in the next six months, there's a chance it drops a little bit. So that again, that's not the time to panic. Right. Hold it out. And then just see what happens because over time, real estate only goes up. And we're still at a crazy shortage of homes. We are. And lumber prices are softening a little bit as well, but they're mm -hmm. still crazy high. So it's very expensive to build. And yeah, so that's going to be another really big indicator is yeah. just getting more building done, which is really tough. So how do you feel about your phone slowing down a little bit? How's that make oh, you feel? it's so weird. Okay, so I'm trying <laughs> to enjoy it. I'm like, just keep hitting refresh. What's happening? What's happening? It's such a weird thing when you're going a million miles an hour to just take a slow moment and enjoy it. Yeah. But then it automatically makes you panic. You're like, yes. it's never going to ring again. I What's know. happening? I know. Yeah. 
I know I'm doing a lot of that with my team because they're all kind of looking around and they're doing busy work and they're, you know, just getting caught up. We're doing a lot of training, some CE and things like that, the things that need to happen for sure. Um, at the same time, it just doesn't feel the same. And everybody, you know, I have, I've fattened up my team. Like I have a lot of people. And so when the phone's not ringing off the hook, like it's used, like we used to, um, just fairly recently, it does. It just causes yeah. a little anxiety. But, you know, it's just a good time to, like you say, just take a breath. We've got a lot of things going on right now. It's a really good time. And there still is a lot happening. Yes. So again, we're still getting homes under contract and writing offers. We're just not writing two or three a day right now. Right. We're writing, you know, one every other day, which is, again, way more of an easier lifestyle and a better way to live than the craziness we were living. We just got used to it. Yep, exactly. We got used to it. And I'm okay with my hair not being on fire. Yes, exactly. So So I was um, at Tidal asking... The girl who's there, like, so what are you feeling? So she's still feeling the crazy rush because she gets the end of it. And I'm like, right. well, I promise you in September, down October, the line. you're going to yeah. be able to slow down in a minute. Yeah. I had the same conversation with um, a title agent just this earlier in the week. And she was like, I have 12 recordings myself just today and tomorrow. And she's like, that's just myself. I said, well, don't you worry because the <laughs> realtors are slow. I actually had Chris at the closing table. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, so good. Um, Chris is a guy that works with uh, a realtor that works with Alicia. And we were at the table and she was just, she's still at hair on fire and yep. um, said, it's, it's coming. Don't yeah. worry. It just rolls downhill. <laughs> <laughs> so is your team enjoying a little bit of the slowdown or are they panicking as well? They're definitely looking to me for some, for some guidance on it. So I'm yeah. having a lot of conversations with a lot of different realtors just to give further feedback. And it's not just us. This is everyone across the board. We haven't done anything wrong to cause right. our, our phone to stop ringing anything like that. Because you do, you know, this is a referral-based business. And, you know, your phone stops ringing in or slows down dramatically. It does. It just feels different. And so, you know, it's part of business. It's such a weird thing with our business and any sort of sales business at all where, you all you want is to be as busy as you possibly can be. You like when you first start, you lay it, yeah, lay awake at night thinking, oh, if I can get all these deals done, I'll be so happy, I'll be able to figure it all out. And then once you get it, you're like, this is too much, I want a break. And then the break comes, you're like, what happened to it? I want to get back. Yeah. It's just constant cluster. It's a constant cluster. That's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, it just never feels like it's supposed to feel. And yeah, no, it's it's but it's it's exactly what we need right now. Yep. We needed a little refresh. All yes. of our kiddos are back in school. Yes. How is school how is school drop off? We're doing homeschool. That's right. So that's right. school drop-off is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some complaints about some other folks having trouble with school drop-off and they're kicking their kids out four blocks away from the school and yep. see ya. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yours are too small yet to kick them out. No, yeah. But we can walk to school, which is so nice. nice. I love that. It's three minutes. Oh, from, good. Yeah. Three, it's, and it's a perfect way to start the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're on day three. I'm loving it right now. <laughs> Day three still good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So what protections do we have in place right now to keep another bubble from happening? Well, you know, after 2008, 2009, the the lending industry had to put in a lot of different protections in order to make sure that the loans that we were writing were legitimate loans made to people that had the ability to repay. So the ATR, that's that's an acronym that we use in our industry, ability to repay. You know, in 2008, 2009, the the market, the consumers were were pushing for what we call non-QM or non-qualified mortgages, which are mortgages that are kind of higher risk and a lot of bank statement loans, a lot of pick a payment loans, um, a lot of just kind of higher risk loans. 
And, and it was funny because at the time I was working for a company that they did not feel like that was a good risk. And so we didn't do those loans and Whoa, we lost, ahead of the curve. well, we lost a lot of business because we didn't do those kind of high risk loans, um, bank statements or, or no income loans. I mean, believe it or not, those are no income, no docs, no nothing. That's what was happening back then. You didn't have to provide anything. You just had to have a credit score on some of them. Some of them, we even had non-QM loans that didn't have a credit score. There was just some stuff out there. And, you know, being in the industry at that point, you know, there's a lot of negative things pointed at the mortgage industry on that. But I'll tell you just from having been in it, it was market driven. Right. It was market driven. And there were, you know, we had a lot of self-employed borrowers and self-employed borrowers a lot of times do a lot of creativity on their tax returns in order to avoid paying Uncle Sam. Right. And, but they're bringing in revenue and we can document it on bank statements and, you know, like it or not, that was what the, that's what the consumers were pushing for. And if you weren't doing it, you lost business. So, um, some of those loans are back. They're not very common. They're very expensive. I was going to, I was just going to ask what the interest rates were on it. Yeah. Yeah. They're very, they're much more expensive. Again, they're a higher risk loan. They're a non-QM loan. So they are definitely something that we don't see a lot. I mean, there's something I get an email about every day, but I, I haven't closed it literally zero of really? them They're this just year. not worth it. They're just, I mean, it's just not really how I want to fill my book of business. I know a lot of people do a lot of them. It's just not really what I do. I mean, I'm certainly to check it out, but it's right. just not, it's just not usually what I do. You know, so our loans that are qualified mortgages or QM loans now, you know, folks have to have a decent credit score. We have to keep their debt to income ratio at a reasonable rate. It's below half of their income for all of their debt plus their house payment. It has to be below half. And they have to most of the time put a pretty considerable down payment. You know, the 0% down payment options, there are very few of them. And they're so hard to find, especially in our market, it's really hard to find the right right qualifying people. Right. Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah, so there's, I mean, they are out there. It's just, it's it's just not nearly as frequent as it was uh, at the time. So people are coming in with some skin in the game. They're not financing 150% of, you know, or 105% of the value of the home at the time of purchase. You know, they're, they're having to pay their closing costs. They're having to do that stuff up front. So they, they do have a lot. They have to show proof that they're able to pay. And so it's really putting a lot more security in these loans. That's so, really great, yeah. too. That's also so that's going to be a great protection from things tanking again, really. Yeah, it really is. I have an interesting theory about Big Sky, which is if you're not from our area, it's really high end. Median home price is probably about two million. Yeah almost all cash buyers. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bozeman is going to be more insulated as well because there's still a lot of cash here, mm-hmm. but most people are getting loans on their homes. And their primary residences. Exactly. Yes. And so if they get in a tight squeeze, they will work to try to keep it. They're not yep. going to foreclose or do a short sale. Second big, homes though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you buy, let's say you buy a home for two, two million, the home next to you sells for one and a half just because they need to get a fire sale. They need the cash out. Yep. Then suddenly your home is worth 1.5 when it was worth two. Yep. And then it can be a real slippery slope in those markets. So mm. the secondary home market where it's cash is where things could get worse. Yeah. Uh, second homes and investment properties are the ones that tend to have the most amount of default. That's right. part of the reason why the interest rates are higher. They're higher risk. Right. If somebody is, you know, really starting to struggle with their with their finances, it's going to be those homes that are going to be the ones they're going to they're going to foreclose on. Right. Yeah, that big sky market, those those luxury markets, those uh, resort type communities that don't really uh, support, you know, a big percentage of primary residences, they definitely are a higher risk for sure. Yeah. 
But Bozeman, I mean, I feel like, you know, Montana in general, I mean, we're majority primary residences. The majority of people here are pretty darn solid. And so, and there's lots of work here. Yes. Lots and lots of work. And and with teleworking, we're just seeing so many people that want to be here. So they still have great jobs. Right. Exactly. So are you seeing people are getting pretty tight on their debt to income ratios for financing? Are you seeing... Actually, it's funny because um, I saw a comparison this morning that back in 2006, when the average interest rate was about 6%, people were financing their home um, payment was about 45% of their income. And right now it's sitting about 22% of their no income. No way. Okay. That's so, so great Even to hear. though the payment is still about the same, even though the prices are higher, our incomes have gone up as well for the most part, making that house payment only being about a third of your income instead of about a half. So, I mean, honestly, that speaks to a, a much stronger housing market than, than we had in 2006, for sure. So housing bubble, no. I have not heard that statistic. That yeah. is huge. That means if you have some savings, one partner could lose their job and you could still probably figure out a way to make it work. You could figure it out. Yeah. One yeah. question I have for you too. So it's crazy we are in this amazing housing bubble the other way right now right. where we're in a pandemic. Right. It does not make sense that, I mean, obviously it's lack of inventory that's created everything to go up, but it just does not make sense that we have gone so high so quickly in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So the Delta variant, does that worry you at all? I feel like if we get that one little tick of that much more unemployment, it could be the other thing that could set us over. No, I don't think it, it freaks us out at all. You know, when, when, the first strain of, of COVID came out. We didn't know what it was. Right. And there was so much panic. There was so much panic. And, and you know, now we have a really good understanding as to what it is. We also are pretty darn aware of who's going to get sick and who's not. And there's a lot of, there's, there are a lot of folks that are vaccinated out there. Um, it's helping some people. It's not helping other people. But I just, I think we have a better understanding and people are choosing to continue to live their lives that and I think employers have figured out how to work around it as well. Yeah. They're figuring out how to give time off if you need it and teleworking again. And yeah. so between those two things, I, f I agree. I feel like we're going to be okay, but that's the only other worry I have that if we have a major shutdown again, which I don't, I don't think we're, that's going to happen. I don't think the public will allow for a shutdown. Yeah. I think the public will push back. Um, at first when we, when we knew, when we didn't know anything about it, the public was just like, okay, well, you know, we're going to go home until we figure out what this is. Well, now we know what it is and we're, we're aware, we're prepared, we're seasoned. We know how to do this. Yeah. We've done a lot of Zoom meetings. If we've like, done we a lot. <laughs> and you know what? There's a whole lot to be said for hot water and soap and covering your cough and, and, you know, just basic Right. hygiene. And, and um, we've dealt with pandemics many, many times over our history. And we are the most prepared now than we ever have been. I like the positive attitude. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all this information. I mean, again, I don't feel like we're going to see a giant pop. I think we're no. I hope it's flat. That's my, that's my hope. I hope it stays pretty flat too. Um, I, and I wouldn't be sad if prices came down just a little bit. Same. I would love to see some, some first time home buyers and some Montana locals. Oh, speaking of first time home buyers, before we say goodbye, yeah. I have a great new thing we're doing. I'm going to bring it out next week. Uh, so we are going to ask for first time home buyers from Montana. Mm -hmm. They have to be Montana native and we're going to give back hundred percent of our commission to go towards their closing costs or amazing. down payment, whatever they want to do with it. So we're going to donate hundred percent of the commission. That's crazy. I know. I'm super excited about it. Wow. Yeah. Well, we give back so much in other ways. You know, and I, I do donate a lot. It's like 
what can I do that someone's really going to feel this and yeah. really feel it? And so like two and a half percent, you only really need three and a half percent to put down. So if you can come up with that other one percent, right. I feel like it's a great opportunity for someone. Where are you going to donate it to? To, to the buyers. Oh, to the buyers. To the buyers. Oh. To, for a first time home buyer from Montana. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's another way to just, we were so frustrated that first time home buyers keep getting kicked out. Yeah. So want to make it a little difference. Yeah. See if it, see if it helps. That's incredible. Good yes. for you. Thanks, well, thank Alicia. you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.